If you want exponential results, if you want to think your way into exponential wealth, you must put shorter and shorter time frames on your goal. The Thinking Yourself into Exponential Results series on the podcast comes to you every Saturday morning and takes what we discuss in the Morning Mindset Club, compiles it into one easy to access recording and gives you some killer bonus content at the end that's not to be missed and only available here. So let's dive right in. We're still in the chapter on imagination and this section is called what I would do if I had a million dollars. So that's your very first, before we go a step further, that's your very first uh, action right now is to think, what would you do if you had a million dollars? Short, short, short little lesson today in imagination. We are going to dive into this story that is in this section in the upcoming uh, recordings uh, for you, upcoming days for you. But for right now, ask yourself what you would do if you had a million dollars. Can you imagine what that would be like? Think about after, usually when people come into a lot of money, the first thing that they do is they, they, they settle up all the things that are hanging over them. Maybe they have some credit card debt. Maybe they have student loans, things like that. And then they go on a little bit of a buying spree. Maybe you'd buy yourself a nicer car. You move into a nicer house. Maybe you'd buy nicer clothes. You probably would take your, your kids on some sort of trip or you do something nice for your family or your, your parents or things like that. And then after a period of time, you'd be like, okay, now what? And it's at that stage that I want you to start thinking what you would do if you had a million dollars. Would you put it into your business? Would you put it into some impact goal? Would you continue to upgrade your lifestyle? How would you use that million dollars? And just write that down. Being intentional about this, using your imagination a little bit, stepping out of the, well, I don't have it, how I shouldn't even think about it since I don't have it. Knock that off, okay? Just ignore those, those thoughts. See them, okay, there they are, but, but you're going to ask them to take a back seat for a moment, okay? And then just let your imagination run on that. What would you do if you had a million dollars? So we are in the section of the chapter of imagination that starts what I would do if I had a million dollars. And Hill goes on to say in this, this section that this story that he's about to tell you proves the truth of that old saying where there's a will, there's a way. So will is the mental faculty that allows you to hold an idea in your mind's eye consistently. It's the, the, the mental faculty that allows you to consistently keep your goal present so that you take action on it. It's a mental faculty of focus and con concentration. So if there's a will, meaning you have the focus, the concentration, the, the ability to keep that clear in your mind's eye, you will figure out a way. And the will and the imagination work hand in hand 
together. Always have, always will. So in terms of uh, creation, so sometimes people imagine things once and they don't go back to it. That's not using your will to keep it front and center for yourself. Some people use something called willpower, but that's very different than will. That is a force. Force negates that's going to push things away from you, make things harder. You want to use this mental faculty that you have of concentration to hold what you want in your mind's eye and keep it present for yourself. Okay. In this story, he tells of a educator and clergyman named Frank Gonzalez, who was preaching in Chicago. And he had the idea that our current educational system had all these defects and he wanted to write that situation. And that was his deepest desire. Okay, that's important. It was a deep desire, was to become the directing head of an educational institution in which young men and women would be taught to learn by doing. So he had a very clear idea of what he wanted. And he made up his mind to organize a new college in which he could carry out his ideas without being penned in by the old ways of teaching. But he needed a million dollars to put the project in play, to make it happen. And that was a huge sum of money. Now, remember, back in the day that Hill was writing this, which was in the 20th century, back, you know, in the 19. 19- 20s and 30s, a million dollars was a lot more money than it is now. I think we, I I don't know what the exact recalculation of that would be in today's dollars, but it might be 10 million or 100 million. It would be a significantly more amount. Think about what it would cost to create a whole uh, college, if you will, and start a whole high, you know, institution of higher education. It would, it would be a significant sum of money. So he had this idea He was holding it in his mind's eye, but he didn't have the money for it. And every night, Hill says, he took that idea to bed with him and he got up in the morning with it, which means that he was obsessive about it. It was a burning desire. It wasn't a passing fancy. And he kept thinking about it and kept thinking about it and kept thinking about it. So this is super, super critical. There is oftentimes a gestation period uh, where before you take action, there's a gestation period where you have the idea and you keep turning it over and over in your mind until the ways and the means come to you in turn, until the action comes to you that you need to take on the idea. So for today, I want you to think, what's your big idea, if you have one, and how much money is it going to require? And then is it a burning desire? Are you thinking about it when you wake up in the morning and when you go to bed at night? And if you're not, why do you think that might be? That's a very important thing to get clear on. And it's the biggest challenge that people have. They say they want something, 
but it's out of sight, out of mind. They get distracted. Now, why would that be if they really want it? So I want to read you this next section. Hill says, being a philosopher as well as a preacher, Dr. Gonzalez recognized, as do all who succeed in life, that definiteness of purpose is the starting point from which one must begin. Huh, listen to that. As do all who succeed in life. Phrases that like that, when you read them or hear them, should perk up your ears and cause you to, to pause and focus. Don't just read over them like a nice transitional phrase. Pay attention here to what comes next, which in this case is definiteness of purpose. So if you've been following along with the Morning Mindset Club, you know how important that is, that clarity of what you want and why you want it. Being definite, being clear. And it is the starting point from which one must begin. So Hill goes on to say he recognized too that definiteness of purpose takes on animation, life, and power when backed by a burning desire to translate that purpose into its material equivalent. Okay, so this is another clue. That definiteness of purpose takes on animation, life, and power. It becomes something. It becomes more than just a stillborn idea. It becomes, uh, it's infused with life force when it's backed by a burning desire, something that you really want because that is what's going to help translate the purpose, the thing that you want into its material equivalent because right now it is just an idea. So many people are all ideas. How do you get it from just an idea to the material equivalent to make something actualized, create something? That's what you are learning here. Going on, he says, he knew all these great truths, yet he did not know where or how to lay his hands on a million dollars. The natural procedure would have been to give up and quit by saying, oh, well, my idea is a good one, but I cannot do anything with it because I never can procure the necessary million dollars. That is exactly what the majority of people would have said. But it is not what Dr. Gonzalez said. What he said and what he did are so important that I now introduce him and let him speak for himself. So this is important. We're going to pause right here before we go on with the story. Most people have an idea and then immediately say, I cannot do it. You must move beyond that. Tony Robbins has a great saying. I don't know if he made it up or just popularized it. If you say, I can't, you must. That's that stopping point. I can't do it because I don't have the money. You must do it. That's the reason you must do it. Because if you're saying that, let's say you want, you want to invest in something. You want to invest in coaching. You want to uh, buy a new car. You want to go on a trip. You want to, you want to do something that's going to expand your life. And then you say, I can't do that because I don't have the money. That's when you say, I must do it. I must do it. And that creates the urgency to create the money. And then the ways and means come to you. Then the ideas for how you can create the money come to you. But if you stay in where most people stay, which is I can't do it 
until X, Y, and Z happens. I can't do it because I don't have the training certificate, the money, the connections, the time. What other things come up? Those are the big ones. Maybe it might be I don't have the attitude for it or um, I can't do it because I always take summers off, whatever it is, okay? That's the reason you must do it. And this is putting the concept of move towards the resistance instead of away from it in play. Okay, so that's what you need to look at today. Where are you saying I can't in your life and turn it around to an I must? Where are you saying I can't and turn it, to, turn it into that's happening? I must do that. Name three places and then let your imagination help you figure out the how. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Unstoppable Woman podcast. If you are ready for your income breakthrough and want to unlock the gold mine in your mind and step into your highest earning potential, grab your ticket to the Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit now. It is three days of powerful breakthrough sessions, coaching and workshopping to get you focused on the exact steps required to create consistent cash flow and scale your life, your business, and your career. No more chaos, no more confusion. It's time for clarity, focus, and ease. It's time to really understand how manifestation and creation actually happen. I cannot wait to see you there, truly. The URL to learn more and reserve your seat before we sell out is theunstoppablewoman.com slash summit. You can also find that URL in the show notes. And with that, I'm Amira Alvarez, founder and CEO of The Unstoppable Woman. Rock it out and be unstoppable. Okay, this next paragraph gives you a lot to think about. No pun intended. One Saturday afternoon, I sat in my room thinking of ways and means of raising the money to carry out my plans. For nearly two years, I had been thinking, but I had done nothing but think. The time had come for action. Ugh, so important. Sometimes there is a, a necessary gestation period. There, there need, you need to allow yourself time to, to mull things over, continue to imagine, really fall in love with the idea, play it out in your mind's eye, think about it and think about it again. There is a time and a place for this, but then there's also a time and a place for action. And you must use discernment here. I can't tell you what that is, but if you are in resistance to acting, that's probably a sign that you must act now that you're overthinking things. That's where Dr. Gonzalez got to. He came to the fact that it was time for action. And he says, I made up my mind then and there that I would get the necessary million dollars within a week. How? I was not concerned about that. The main thing of importance was the decision to get the money within a specified time. And I want to tell you that the moment I reached a definite decision to get the money within a specified time, a strange feeling of assurance came over me, such as I had never experienced before. 
Something inside me seemed to say, why didn't you reach that decision a long time ago? The money was waiting for you all the time. Okay, such juiciness here. Let's dive in. So he made up his mind. He made a decision. Decision is so friggin' critical. If you haven't decided, you're still in the wobble. You're still in the confusion. You're still in the noise. You're still in the maybe. A decision means you're doing it no matter what. Now, many people don't decide because they've decided in the past and then they've gone back on it and they've lost track, trust in themselves. You must build that trust with yourself again. You must be someone who decides and keeps their decisions. Now, the way might change slightly. slightly. There might be slight course corrections along the way, but you must decide you're doing something. Now, if you want to add rocket fuel to the situation, you put a deadline on it for yourself. This is happening by such and such time. Now, most people are unwilling to do that because they are afraid of disappointing themselves. They're unwilling to put a time frame on something like making a certain amount of money because what if they try and they fail? They'd rather be ambiguous about when they are required to, to make good on things than decide. But guess what? That ensures the wobble that ensures the distraction that ensures that you're not going to speed up your results. If you want exponential results, if you want to uh, think your way into expo exponential wealth, you must put shorter and shorter time frames on your goals. In this case, financial goals. So he put a time frame of within a week. Now that's going to activate you. Okay, now the next sentence, I was not concerned about how. Super important. At that moment when you make the decision, you don't need to know how. The how comes after the decision is made. Always has, always will. Know that. You make the decision first, not with a wobble, but clarity. Yes, this is happening. And then the ways and the means come to you. So he reaches a definite decision with a specified time and that is what you need to do as well. So your action for today is how much money do you want to make and can you shorten the period of time in which you do it in? Now, maybe you have an annual goal or maybe you have a three-year goal that you're going for. What if you chose a goal that you wanted to make in the next week and then you decided you were going to make that? Now, to make this work, you want that goal to be slightly out of your range of experience, something that causes you uh, to question whether it's possible for yourself. Choose that, decide, and then go for it. Activate around it. Next up in this story of Dr. Gonzalez and his million dollars, he says, things began to happen in a hurry. I called the newspapers and announced I would preach a sermon the following morning entitled, What I Would Do If I Had a Million Dollars. So this little paragraph that you could easily 
Passover has such an important nugget. He made his goal, his dream, his desire public. He said, I am doing this. I am going to preach on this. I hold me accountable, world. He used the fact that when you say something to someone else, when you declare that you're going to do something to someone else, you will do that. You will do it more likely than not. Most people use the interior feeling of potential shame about not doing something and being seen for not doing it as a way to motivate themselves. Usually that is unconscious. That is not a conscious choice that you are making, but you can use this now that you know it as a conscious choice that you make for yourself and use it as motivation to do the thing that you are perhaps a little scared to do, like tell the world what you want, share your big dreams and say, I am doing this. Now, there's a time and a place to hold your cards close to your chest and not share your big dream and desire with other people. You want to be careful about who you're sharing this with and and whether you have the internal resources to say, F you to anyone who reigns on your parade or um, you have clear enough boundaries that you don't let someone else's noise get in and start causing you doubt. That said, using public accountability, I am going to do this, is a great way to, to get yourself motivated and move over some of the fears of taking action. So that's point number one in this little paragraph. Use public accountability for yourself to say, I am doing it. This is what I'm doing. Now, he also preached a sermon the following morning. He didn't do it 20 months down the line. He did it the next day. Quick action, quick decision, quick action. Okay. Don't delay. Close the gap on time. Additionally, he says in He entitled that sermon, What I Would Do If I Had a Million Dollars. So it was very clear what this was about. And that's a little marketing right there in the title of the sermon. So from a business perspective, are you marketing your desires, your goals? Are you putting that front and center and intriguing others with the same concept, getting them on board, because you know, that's a fascinating concept. Wouldn't you want to know that? And again, back in the day, a million dollars was probably like 10 million or hundred million. I haven't done the, the calculation on that, but it was a significant amount of money. So if you heard someone preaching on that, would it intrigue you? Maybe it would, maybe it wouldn't, but it would probably intrigue someone who had a million dollars and it would attract them to that sermon. So those are the points for today. My question to you for you to think over is what can you do to to use public accountability to help you motivate yourself to do the thing that you know you need to do, but you've been putting off? So next up in the story of Dr. Gonzalez and his million dollars, He says, I went to work on the sermon immediately. 
But I tell you, frankly, the task was not difficult because I had been preparing that sermon for almost two years. The spirit of it was a part of me. Now, this brings up a fantastic question. One is something procrastination and one is something percolation. Oftentimes, we have an idea for something, but we need to percolate on it. We need to let ourselves think it over, turn it over in our mind, imagine it, uh, get emotionally involved in it. And there is a gestation period before that idea is ready to be executed on. Then there is procrastination. Procrastination is being knowing that you need to do the thing, but not doing the thing, putting it off, getting stuck in your own stuff, self-sabotaging, and you can feel the difference. There is panic. There's anxiety that comes up around procrastination. We start the guilt and the shame. We, we recognize that we have everything we need, but we're not doing the thing. And sometimes the thing is just what's just required is getting started. So here in this case, Dr. Gonzalez had been percolating for two years. There's a bit of a gestation period sometimes. And he was so ready. He was so primed that when he made the decision to do this, it just came out of me. Okay. So for you today, is there something that you're engaged in that is procrastination that you just need to go do? Go do that. You'll feel so much better. Just sit yourself down and go do it. Start. Or is there something that you need to just let percolate? And you need to gestate over. Now, the trick here is that you actually let that imagination work on the challenge or the problem that you're having or the project. What doesn't work is saying, I need to percolate when I really need to just get it done. Only you know the difference. If you lie to yourself, that's self-sabotage. It doesn't hurt anyone but you. The level of honesty that you bring to this will determine how quickly you move forward and grow. Next up in the story of Dr. Gonzalez is this. Long before midnight, I had finished writing the sermon. I went to bed and slept with a feeling of confidence, for I could see myself already in possession of the million dollars. So this is so important. He could see himself. He actually saw it, okay? And by that, there's a feeling when I read it that he actually felt it. Because when we see things, we have cells of recognition in our whole body, particularly in our mind's eye, that cause us to experience that thing. So when we when we see something, we are our brain becomes activated. We can actually imagine ourselves being in that scenario. And if you are in a scenario, you feel something. Now, we can have different levels of feeling. And I often 
encourage people to fall in love with that image because that will help you feel all the feelings of that experience. And our mind does not know the difference between something imagined and something real. And it will go to work in your, on your behalf in order to make the thing that you imagined real because it thinks it's already happened. It's a nice little trick that you can play on yourself. So in doing these things, i.e. sitting down, you know, the public accountability with the newspaper saying that he was going to preach on it the next day, and then writing out that sermon, he started to see himself activating and living what he desired. So what can you activate and really see that you desire? That big goal or that next action step? Can you really see it? And can you fall in love with it? For the bonus content for this episode of Thinking Yourself into Exponential Wealth, let's go back to that adage, if I can't, I must. This is such a powerful statement. Listen up. You must, you must integrate this into your your life and your business, the way that you show up on the daily. If you find yourself saying, I can't because X, Y, and Z. Don't listen to the X, Y, and Z. Go do the thing. I talk to my clients all the time about closing the gap on time, doing the things now that are the needle moving things that you want to put off, that you have great excuses for putting off, great reasons for putting off. Do them now. If Someone writes you back, write them back right away. If, if you say to yourself, let's say you get some, some feedback and you're like, oh, I can't deal with that now. I have to deal with it later because X, Y, and Z has come up. No, go do that right now. That, that little I can't is an indication that you must go do that. I don't have time for that. I can't do that right now. No, you must do that right now. Now, let's be clear. Everything isn't urgent. You don't want to be in complete reactivity mode. That said, most people say, I can't to the things that really need to get done and really have to happen sooner than later. So when you say, I'm overwhelmed, I can't do that, actually pause and think, is that really just a five-minute exercise, but the, the worry, the doubt, the fear is getting in your way? Could you just bang it out? And then it would be done and you wouldn't be circling back in your head every five minutes thinking, oh shoot, that's still on my to-do list. I got to get that done. Or I can't do that because I don't have the training or the expertise. What if you had to do it? What if you just did it anyways? That's the reason why you must do it and prove to yourself that you actually are the expert that you are. What if you can't You're saying, oh, I can't call that person. That person's too big for me, right? Too too much further ahead, would never answer my call, would never respond to me. That's the reason to call. You must. This is a way to up-level your life 
so quickly. So if you can't, you must. Go make that happen for yourself today. Don't put it off one iota longer. Okay, I'm Amira Alvarez. Rock it out, be unstoppable, and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining us and for being part of the Unstoppable Woman movement. This special series is a part of our Morning Mindset Club and comes to you here on the podcast every Saturday morning. If you'd like to join the Morning Mindset Club at no charge, you won't have to wait a whole week and can listen to this series in short daily snippets every morning. Plus, you'll get a quick implementation practice and mastery check-in to go along with it. You can find the Morning Mindset Club info in the show notes below or just head over to theunstoppablewoman.com slash mindset club. And as always, please share this podcast with two or three women who are ready for exponential growth and exponential wealth. And if you're game, we always appreciate a review on iTunes. That really helps us reach and elevate more women. Thanks so much and be unstoppable.